Hello, you are listening to the following has been approved. My name is Jillian. My name is Jacqueline. And we're here to talk about movie trailers. Yes, there are a lot that have come out recently. Yeah, well, we've been off and then a lot came out and uh, it just got on top of us. But we're back and we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. We got some some summer movies, some possibly want to be Oscar contenders. Oh, I potentially. see. At least one. And At I'm, least one. I'm for it. Um, but first, let's talk about our new segment, Jacqueline Reviews Movies. Sorry, no. Jacqueline Reviews Oscar Movies that she happened to be watching while she was on an uh, airplane. Yeah, we'll, we'll shorten that eventually, but I like the title. Yeah. Um, so... So I watched three Best Picture nominations while on, a, while on planes. Um, I saw Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, and The Greatest Showman. Um, so, uh, so here are my thoughts on them. The Greatest Showman. Uh, the music's phenomenal. I don't know what the story is. Oh, it's about a grifter think... who's only charming because he's Hugh Jackman, yeah? Kind of, but, like, I don't understand. Like, there was an arc, but, like, it was so half-assed. I don't understand how it was um, nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, I guess is what I'm saying, because there really wasn't much. There, there's like, a, substantively? There's a theory mm-hmm. that musicals get a pass in the Oscars because people are just so, like, pleased when they see them, and I buy into that theory 100%. I, I agree with that, because I will tell you, like, I went into it just knowing that it was a good, like, and I had never heard the soundtrack before, but I went into it going, oh, everyone says the music's really good, so I can't wait to watch, like, to hear it. And I was not let down. Like, the, it is an awesome soundtrack. I downloaded it. I cannot, like, I listen to it every day now. It's fantastic. Um, Zac Efron singing again. That's all we want out of Zac Efron, really. Like, just do musicals. Um, fair. But, yeah, fair. I truly, I enjoyed it for the musicality of it, for sure. Fun watch. Um, and then I watched Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Lady Bird? Have not. Okay. Okay, um, it's okay. Yeah. I was not as, like, I thought, everyone was making such a big deal about it. I thought I was going to be, like, floored or blown away. But I'm watching it, and I'm just like, this is every other coming-of-age indie movie, like, I've ever seen. Um, so I was a little let down by it. I thought that Laurie Metcalf and Shorsha Ronan did an excellent job acting off of each other. Like, their relationship was so unbelievably believable. Yeah. Um... But I was very let down by the end. I thought it mm. went on for about one scene too long. That's fair. Although a lot of people, they were excited, but I think the highest praise they heard by um, just women of a certain age, older than teenagers, who felt really, like, seen, seeing those two act yeah. against each other. Like, that's how, like, mothers and daughters truly are. Yes. Yeah, because they're at it, they're fighting and bickering one minute, and then the next minute they're like, "Ooh, this is the prettiest dress. Go try it on." You know what I mean? Like, it's re- It was very real. Um, but it was. I didn't think it was anything super groundbreaking. Yeah. And Lady Bird's kind of a horrible person. Um, which I guess all teenage girls kind of are. They. I mean, we are trash. We're beautiful, yeah. beautiful trash. <laughs> yeah. And but what I. So. Do you mind? Can I spoil it for you? Do you mind? Actually, I won't really spoil it. I already it. read the spoilers. It's fine. Okay, great. <laughs> so you, uh, uh, it it follows her through her senior year of high school, and like you want it to end when she's leaving to college, but then they show you her in college, and I'm like, step too far. Should have ended when she left for college. 
would have been a much more powerful. Doesn't it end with her like um, over drinking, like getting like trash? Yeah. And yeah, it, isn't and then, like a and then, like an ugly, beautiful ending? Like, uh, college isn't sunny. Look how look how trashed she is. Well, no, because you get that, but then you see her going to church and then calling her mom afterwards. So it was just way too like buttoned up at the end. Like yeah. I wanted that. Yeah, I wanted that. Like that. Oh, she's going off and starting her adventure. She's and like you know she's not going to do well, but it it more shows you her like missing her mom. And I'm like, um. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't mm-hmm. need it. That was just me. But other than I thought the acting in it though was phenomenal. Laurie Metcalf probably should have won a lot of things. Um, Can't beat that Alice and Janney train. Can't beat that's it. That's fair. That's fair. And lastly, I saw Phantom Thread, <clears throat> which might be the most fucked up love story I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, although I'm watching it, and I'm like, I wonder if this is what Daniel Day Lewis is like in real life. Because he plays this guy who's so obsessed with his fashion that he's so meticulous and particular about his daily schedule Mm -hmm. that anything that's off ruins his, um, his designs. And I'm like, I wonder, like, that's gotta be him in real life, right? Like, cause he's so, he's so method. (laughs) Actually, I, I've heard, I don't know how to hear story, but I'm pretty sure it's real. So the director, Paul Thomas Anderson married to yes. living angel Maya Rudolph. And he got the idea of this yes. script by he was like really sick one day. And like mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph just like really took care of him. And he was just like, what are you doing to me? Like, why would you, why are you doing, why are you being so caring to me? Yeah. And she's like, what the hell? Like they started like bickering about the idea of caring. And like, it sounds like it's a fucked up version of like, him on his worst days and his own marriage. So I think it's, it's more of an indictment yeah. of him, I think. Well, but, but so, so, um, right. And so what happens is he basically like takes this woman into his house to live with him. Um, and she's like, I don't know. She's like, she's like Robin to his Batman, but without all of the, you know, cool gadgets. Um, but she, she has, she works alongside of him and all this. He gets really sick. She takes care of him. They get married and then he hates her. So then he, so then she poisons him so she could take care of him. Yeah. And he loves her again. And I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. I think it's an indictment of like marriage and how you just, it's hard to find a proper balance. And sometimes there's, you know, crazy fastidious people, like you said, it sounds really good. Possibly. Did you like the soundtrack? It was very... People love the soundtrack of that. I forget who did it. Really? I don't remember this. Oh, it was very... Uh, there was a lot of a lot of music that played. Um, but I can't remember the name of the actress who played um, Daniel Day-Lewis's sister. Uh, Leslie Manville. Yes. And she was awesome. Yeah. Loved her. She was fantastic. Like, she was, like, like cold-hearted like distant, like I loved her. I was like, I, I, I don't know why. Like she was not a good person, but I loved it. That sounds beautiful. Um, but, and the dresses of course were amazing. Really? Um, yes. And, uh, cause I think Balenciaga did all of them. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all of the, the designs in the movie and stuff were just gorgeous. Um, and I'm really excited to see what uh, Daniel Day-Lewis will be designing um, dress-wise going forward. I bet it won't be so. great, but maybe, I don't know. I feel like he's pretty he, good at it. He may surprise us. I mean, he's pretty talented. 
So those are my movie reviews. Oh, those are nice. Which is good because <laughs> we're going to an upsetting thing of another new segment called Men Keep Disappointing Us, but we're not surprised anymore, so it's cool. Um, <laughs> so the newest in the list, well, Harvey Weinstein was a, no, turned himself in today, so I guess, yay, whatever. He paid bail and now he gets to live at home with his sadness. Um, but Morgan Freeman has been accused of assault and he apologized for making people uncomfortable. But for some reason, that didn't shock me. Did that shock you? I don't know. Old people being crazy. Oh, well, it did a little bit, but I, I mean, not much. It's like, oh, another one. He dated his former um, ex, sorry, his former step granddaughter, which really flew under the radar. So I've uh, never really trusted him since then. Wait a second. He don't, dated Don't worry, his... she was murdered by her other boyfriend. Uh, he dated his ex-step-grandchild. Look it up. Look it up. I will. I will. Why, so, is, why is he not getting, like, uh, the Woody Allen treatment? Because he's got good PR, and they definitely broke up. So that's what helped. Like, they didn't have kids oh, yeah. together, like him and Sun Yi. But, oh, uh, that, yeah. that makes it different. Look, I know he has a special... Special place in our hearts. We love his voice. Uh, he didn't rape anybody, so it's not totally. He doesn't. All my all the movies aren't totally ruined for me. And you know what? We just gotta move on because tomorrow's another day, and another one is also terrible. <sighs> also, Jason Bateman has been canceled because of the way he treated Jessica Walters. Um, he's been canceled. He's been canceled. That's what that's what the kids say, Jacqueline. When somebody who you liked before is no longer held into held in esteem. And huh, I haven't heard that one. I like it. Yeah, I'm really hip to the kids' speaks. That's good. I, maybe really, I should take a class. <laughs> I'm really not. But um, <laughs> while he didn't sexually assault anybody, he did defend a man, Jeffrey Tambor, who did verbally assault and sexually assault people on the set of Transparent. He verbally assaulted Jessica Walters. She forgave him during an interview with the New York Times. I would suggest to read it. She was mm-hmm. just so wonderful. And she's like, I've never in my career been yelled at before. But then she said, like, but you're very talented. I've forgiven you and I'll work with you again. And Jason Bateman and to some extent Tony Cross, I mean Tony Cross, um, uh, David Cross and Tony, sweet, sweet Tony Hale were like, yeah, but, you know, it's a family and we all do that. Despite Jessica Walters protesting and saying, no, I've never, I've never been treated like this. I've been working, she didn't say this, but she's like, I've been working before you fuckers were born. And yeah, um, she's, it's not fair. She's kind of a big deal. Like, I mean, she knows what's up. Look, Jason Bateman has made shitty body swap movies his whole life. And Jessica Walters is a big popular culture touchstone for me. She is the voice of, I forgot her name. She's the voice of the mother dinosaur and dinosaurs. She is Mallory Archer. And she's the best of the blues, so please don't come for her. And uh, you're canceled, Jason Bateman. I'm not into your dumb body swap Jennifer Aniston buddy comedies anymore. Because that's all you make, man. <laughs> I'm going all out. Men are done. I hear it. I hear it. All men. All men. Ooh, I have drank too much beer, but I don't regret saying that, Jacqueline. Okay. <laughs> you might later, but that's okay. No, I won't. 
I mean, I, I've, I decided in the grand scheme of that um, oh, interview. In the grand I, scheme of things, yes. Oh, I was talking about in that interview. In the grand scheme of things, oh. some men are okay. But in terms of that interview, I will forgive Tony Hale because he defended Jeffrey Tambor the least, and I love him so much. And I still will watch the rest of development, but I will only refer to it as the Jessica Walters deals with um, dumb idiots 30-minute halftime show. Featuring Ron Howard. Yes. Um, yeah, Ron Howard's, Ron Howard's voice. And that's it. Man, your, your new segment was a lot more positive than my new segment. It was. Let's, let's get off of this, this stuff. Although it's, a, it's, a, it's unfortunate that, um, that it does keep happening and these new stories keep coming out. Ooh, on something more positive, though, just to spin it, yeah. did you see at Cannes, um, Kate Blanchett leading the 82 women. Yeah, that was nice. That was, was nice. That's the protest. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I felt very empowered just seeing the pictures. So that was that. I did. But then it's, it's not tainted, but I do remember that the last time she won an Oscar was for a Woody Allen movie and she didn't know about the allegations. So back to my sadness corner, Jacqueline, back to it. Oh, no, no, but that was I'm really sorry. cool. Um, didn't it represent the number of women who've been like, who've ever directed in all of can What did it represent? Do you remember? Yeah. The women directors who represented movies that have shown at Cannes. Yes. And um, it was a small number. Very small considering how long Cannes been, the Cannes Film Festival has been around. So. Yeah. But you know, uh, men, they're awful, but you know, it's not awful. Puppets. How could they go wrong? Nothing's wrong with this next trailer, right, Jacqueline? Oh, God. <laughs> I love singing and dancing. Hiya, folks. So what happens to Muppets when the cameras are rolling, aren't rolling? For 50 cents, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> well, it's a great price. It almost makes me wish I had a dick for you to suck. Water oh, take that as a yes. <laughs> Oh. And we're <laughs> off and running. <laughs> this department, what do you see? Looks like a robbery gone wrong to me. This wasn't a robbery, this was a hit. Welcome. Someone out there <gasps> is killing puppets. Hey, handsome. You looking for some rotten cotton? I'm a woman. That's okay. Yeah, that's even better. Got a good time for you. So Melissa McCarthy plays a cop whose partner is a puppet, and they are investigating murders of puppets. You're one of the best damn cops I've ever seen. I'll have your badge for this. I'm in the fucking FBI. Oh yeah, what's that stand for? Fucking big idiots. <laughs> Ooh, sassy puppets. Yes, very, I mean, very much so. What else would I expect? Ooh, I do not want to see a puppet sex scene. I don't. Nope. I feel like I am, though. God, are you all right? I ruptured my hymen. This pure ecstasy. I'm not doing this. Do it. I like that she inhales drugs through a, through candy. Is that what that That's is? That's a Twizzler. <laughs> that is good shit. Well, fuck me. Maybe. <laughs> No, I don't want to watch a sex scene with Muppets. Oh, you're about to. He's servicing a client. Is that what I think it is? Here I go, here I go, here I go. Here I, I go. don't care for that. No! No! 
Isn't that disturbing? It's, it's Muppet semen. Like a lot of it. Like, I don't... So, this is the happy time murders. Oh and the semen God. just keeps coming. It's made of silly string. You know what? Let's not even think about what it's made of. Who cares? They're Muppets. <laughs> ha! Well, I can see why you didn't love that. Yeah. Like, I don't... Uh, like, I saw Avenue Q twice, and that was phenomenal and hilarious. And I just feel like this is pushing envelopes for the sake of being crude. Um... I don't know. All right, here's two things that I'll say that are positive that I'm kind of hopeful about. I love that Melissa McCartney is kind of a straight man. I like that. Yes. Not that she shouldn't be crazy and wonderful, but I think she's really good. I mean, she needs to vary it up a bit, right? Like, this is good. Yeah. Two, yeah. is this not Roger Rabbit? <laughs> like, a part, like, a human <laughs> and a fake thing, and they're investigating murders of the fake thing? Which I thought they oh, loved yeah. Roger Rabbit, so... Maybe Who doesn't love Roger Rabbit? exactly. So there is hope there. I don't want to see silly string semen anymore. Maybe that was just nope. for, maybe that was just for the trailer, Jacqueline. Maybe there uh, won't be any of that. But let's uh, hope. I also like uh, Maya Rudolph as the assistant. I like Maya Rudolph whenever she pops up in my life. She's just everywhere. She was on. I was rewatching Idiocracy last night. And I was like, damn. I'm so glad she's in this, too. Anyways, so that's another plus. Again, I don't know how I feel about this. I think I'm more with you, but it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to say promising. I'm going to say it's definitely going to be made. So that, that's cool. Well, it is made. It is. Well, then, you know, that's a positive, I guess. <laughs> Woo. Okay. This next trailer is a simple rom-com with some unsimple actors. That's a nice dress. Thank you. I like your jacket. Thanks. Two people waiting in an airport. Flights on time. Oh, it is. Great. Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. What? You just took a step forward there. I did. Yeah, you did. You know you did. And what's funny is there's no way you can board first because the only way you could board first is if you have a special need. Do you have a special need? Yes. I need to be over there. I'm very excited about these two. I'm going to that destination wedding. Please don't tell me it's Keith and Nance. So we're just the people you don't know where to stick? You might as well just stick us together. I don't want to be a person you don't know where to stick. Destination wedding is presumptuous. They're in a fool's paradise. Don't you believe there's someone for everyone? Close. I believe that there's nobody for anyone. God, I love them. I hope he's I'm, that angry. I'm sold on this movie. <laughs> I know. You can possibly still be mooning over it. Because you're a monkey who doesn't understand the human condition. Having met you, I understand why it's a condition. You know, I'm not wearing anything under my pajamas. Why would you? They're so alluring. <gasps> what is that? I think it's a mountain lion. Could it be a jaguar? What difference does it make? A cougar, maybe? Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's got all the trappings of a traditional rom-com. Pathway. The heels won't make it. Can you carry me, please? What? This is the slowest I've ever been carried. Oh, you gotta be quiet. But I don't care. I love it. Because I think... I'm 
Aren't you sold? Isn't I'm this great? I'm kind of excited about it. I, I know you. I thought you it would be. It looks fantastic. I just think it is the trappings of a regular, blah, romantic comedy, except one, they're both over the age of 40. Two, yes. they seem to truly... Keanu Reeves can play off, you know, a man who truly doesn't give a shit quite well. And three, yes. I'm, this could be the... I mean, I know she's been in Stranger Things, whatever. Don't care for that show. But why don't a writer should be getting all these roles? She should be She should be doing these things. She should have been doing she it for be. 10 years. She stole one sweater or whatever. And I just, I'm very excited for this. And also, I'm, I'm excited for Keanu Reeves to get back, back into, like, comedies. Yeah. He's pretty funny. I mean, people love their John Wick. Like, he's pretty, he's a pretty great action guy, but his deadpan is needed. He it seems is. wounded, and also, I just, I'm, this is, looks like a yummy rom-com, and I'm very much I'm excited. excited I'm so it. excited. <laughs> um, I'm equally excited to go undercover with Denzel Washington's son in this next one. There's never been a black cop in this city. We think you might be the man to open things up around here. So, a black man joins the police force, and things happen. Hello, this is Ron Stallworth calling. Who am I speaking with? This is David Duke. Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke? God. Last time I checked. What can I do you for? Well, since you asked, I hate blacks. I hate Jews. Mexicans and Irish, Italians and Chinese. But my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. Or a black man with a white voice. The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. We'll need a white officer to play white. when they meet face-to-face. I know, I love the way he does that. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. I like that Adam Driver goes undercover and has him. <laughs> yeah. With the right white man, we can do anything. When's the last time they let a rookie lead an investigation? Oh, that's right. Never. <laughs> okay. Become his friend. Let's get invited back. So what kind of stuff you guys do? Cross burdens, marches. This is fixing to be a big year for us. You ask too many questions. You undercover or something? We must unite and organize to fight racism. Are you down for the liberation of black people? Power to the people. All power to all the people. All power to all the people. It's right, sister. For you, it's a crusade. For me, it's a job. You're Jewish. That hatred, doesn't that piss you off? You're taking this Jew lie detector test. Why are you acting like you ain't got skin in the game? I'm telling you, the wars are coming. Oh, yeah, this is based on a true story, too. That's us, Stallworth Brothers. It's called Black Clansman. America first. America first. America first. If I would have known this was a clan meeting, I wouldn't have taken this mother. <laughs> um, I like that Topher Grace. I love like, he's David Duke. I love that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I would if that's the perfect that's the perfect thing for the young Eric Foreman. Like, yeah, he might become David Duke. I I <laughs> think that's I just think and it's just like, hey diddly ho, like, yeah, I'm a little I'm a little white racist. I think Great casting, again. Uh, yes. I know his name is John David Washington, but I'm going to call him Baby Denzel. Baby Denzel is the main character. 
We've got, um, like you said, Adam Driver. I just, whoo, this is a, oh, it's, it's a Spike Lee movie, duh. With, and Jordan Peele. Produced, produced. by Jordan Peele. Like, there's just, yeah. uh, it just, there's premiered. a lot of talent behind this movie. Yeah, and it just premiered at cons, and um, uh, apparently it's getting, not mixed reviews. Some people are thinking that it's not taking the cause too seriously, but a lot of people are saying it's good, it's funny. It's not a spoiler to say that um, after Charlottesville happened, Spike Lee, at the end of this, Mm -hmm. basically added stuff to that. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be very powerful. And I think this might be, I mean, not a comeback, but Spike Lee hasn't had a big hit in a while. Not counting Chirac. Mm -hmm. So I, I really hope this is good. I hope so, too. It looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. So I'm hoping it lives up to I'm hoping it lives up to what it looks like in its first trailer, essentially. <laughs> exactly. It might not be, like, an Oscar-winning perfect movie, but there's no way it won't mm-hmm. entertain. Like, that just looks good. Yeah. I just... And it will get attention. Yeah. And, again, it, it's a true story. A man did this in Colorado in the 70s. And, um, yeah. So. Which is insane to me. Yeah, and it's insane that the KKK is still alive. But, you know, things happen. Back to white men That's being true. terrible. But, uh, you know a man who's not terrible is... I do. A person who's next to you. I'm already bopping my head. It's a movie about the popular British musician, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Just kidding. So this it's is pretty Mercury. <laughs> this is Bohemian Rhapsody. With Rami, Rami Malik? Rami Malik, yeah. Sweet baby Rami. Or Mr. Robot. So now what? This is when the operatic section comes in. Oh. The operatic section, yeah. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let I me mean, mia. iconic It goes on forever, six bloody minutes. I pity your wife if you think six minutes is forever. <laughs> I like that you get a glimpse of all the costumes that are going to be happening in this. Yeah. Um, so okay. I think that looks, this isn't a slight, it looks like a plain um, biopic that is meant to, and also with the help of their very popular music, get you off your feet, like get you inspired. Like yes. you're not going to learn anything new. You know what happened to Freddie Mercury. You know what yes. happened to Queen. Who cares? Go to this movie anyways, you dummy. Yeah, but... So now there's this whole controversy around the trailer. So, so there's this whole controversy about how the first trailer, now mind you, this is the teaser trailer that yeah. has just come out, doesn't show anything about Freddie Mercury's um, sexuality. Now, well, okay. well, I, I have, okay. <laughs> so here's my opinion. Here are my opinions on this. First of all, it's the first trailer, calm your shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm sure it gets explored at some point, but second of all, more importantly, if it doesn't get explored, this is a queen biopic. This is a movie about the band, not just about Freddie Mercury. 
So if they don't explore all of his, um, all of Freddie Mercury's life, like maybe that's okay. Cause we're not going to be able to get into all of their lives in great detail, but. Oh, I agree with you in the first part not the second part. First, call me shit. Also, you don't need to say that he's gay in the trailer. It's fucking Freddie fucking Mercury. Fuck. Anyways. And number two, this is, this in my opinion is not a queen biography because no one cares about queen other than... Oh, they only care about Freddie Mercury? Look, I, I can't name one of the other people in them. Well, Brian May is the guitar player. Sure. Roger Taylor is the drummer. That's one. Um, I forgot the <laughs> player's name. Um, but... But what I will say is that this is going to be a Queen biopic because that was the only way Brian May would sign off on letting them use the rights to the music. I so think, I think Brian May is going to be severely disappointed because they're going to subvert it to be like, I don't know. Jacqueline, you're a bigger but, fan than me. I am the average Queen fan, and I only know one person from Queen. Only one. I guess for me, though, it's going to be about the band's beginning, like the rise and fall of the band. It's not going to be about Freddie Mercury's entire life. Ooh, I think this movie is going to be controversial because I think half the people will think, yeah, it should be about the rise and fall of the band. And half the people will think, I only care about one person in this band. <laughs> and I think we're on different sides. This will be good. I only care about Freddie it Mercury. Is. The rest of them can not go to hell. They're all very important. But that's not true. They're right? all very talented. That's not true. Yes. Like, Ringo knows where he stands. Come on. You gotta you, know where you are in the band. Come on. You know, Brian May is so unbelievably talented. He's a guitar player. He builds his own guitars. And he has a PhD in astrophysics. Great. I never, said he, never said he wasn't talented, but you've got to know your place. Uh, like, you just got to know. Like, come on. But so here's my thing. Based on a minute and 38 second trailer, though, you don't. You honestly don't know what the movie's about other than Bohe- the song Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's the title of the movie. So you know what? I disagree. I know that it's about Freddie Mercury, and I will bet you a billion bucks it is. Look, remember when okay. there was a huge casting? It's like, who's going to play Freddie Mercury? No one cared who played Brian May because people are like, who is that? That's true. Their manager? Well, well, that was like when, um, uh, when Sasha Baron Cohen was originally um, attached to this. That was... he. Apparently, that's when I guess everything got really mad. But I think it's going to be more about the band than you think. I don't know. They got a nobody named Glimlin Lee to play Brian May. I don't know who that is. That seems unfair that you cast Mr. Robot as that. And wait, who else in the in the band? Who else you said? You said Brian May, Freddie Mercury. Uh, was it? It's not. Oh, it's not Roger Taylor. Yeah, it's it, last name. Somebody named Roger yeah, Taylor. Roger Taylor. Ooh, also yeah, he's a, a nobody. Hmm, cool. I'm just telling you what I think, Jacqueline. Well, I, I'm telling you what I think. But I also think people need to calm down about not showing Freddie Mercury's sexuality in a teaser trailer. Again, I think we both can agree on that. I'll just argue that. It, yeah, I agree. And also, yeah, fuck off. Like, that's like saying, you're not showing that he's up. You're right. That makes me really frustrated. Like, what yeah, like obviously it's... Obviously, this movie's going to get into it at some point. It's That's going like to get saying, into his bisexuality. In the trailer of Spider-Man, it's like, he, he, what? he wasn't on enough webs. How do I know? He's a spider. Oh, you fucking know. <laughs> it's in his fucking name. Oh, I'm glad you... I'm sorry you told me that. I'm very frustrated. You're right. I'm so frustrated. It's, I don't know which one I want to see the most. So you have to go first. 
Um, I'm going to go exact opposite of what we watched them in. Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, Destination Wedding, and Happy Time Murders. Ooh, we're different, but not bad. Uh, I want to see Black Klansman, Destination Wedding, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, Happy Time Murders. I'm just, I mean, I'm glad it's being made because, you know, interesting. But man, I don't care for that puppet semen at all. Yeah, that that no, that was that was too much, too much. What a way to end the episode! If you yeah. care or don't care about puppet semen, you can uh, tweet us at <laughs> We Approve It, or you can send us an email at the following has been approved at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the following has been approved. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Cinema Geekly, Instagram, and Tumblr. Just type in We Approve It, and you can find us. Yes, you will. Bye.